0: The Avatar trailer. Yes, I just watched it.
1: Yes, no, this is the second time that I saw it. Yes, and um, I, I, I want to. I know that there's a lot of controversy that's surrounding this. I think that there are a few things that I want to talk about that hopefully will offer uh, just a fresh perspective. I think this is kind of a buzz right now, um, and I think that there are going to be a lot of people who are going to be talking about it. A lot of podcasts, a lot of websites. Like I really couldn't escape it today. Anything that has to do with movies, if you go to that website, there's a
0: like a graphic Thatwebsite.com?
1: <laughs> that dot, dot com. But if you go to any website, IMDb slash film, etc., um, mm-hmm. all of them have a dedicated banner ad to view the trailer.
0: Well, I think it was just released yesterday.
1: Yeah, so it's it's very popular. Sure. So, um, so anyway, I say all that to say that I believe that, um, you know, I want to look at it. Um in a few different ways, but we just did watch the trailer, and um, what was your initial response?
0: Um, The CG in it looks very, very good, and it does look realistic. Yes. But I can't help thinking I'm watching CG.
1: I I completely agree with you.
0: Because maybe it's just because they're blue. Perhaps. It looks so... Looks unrealistic in that way, as like we don't have those things; don't exist. Those creatures, right? So,
1: so perhaps then that just the fact that they're blue is is already creating a gap, yep, in making your mind believe that they are humanoid or that they're real, right? Which is possible. I mean, I I, you know, I feel the same way because I'm I'm having to get past that, and then in addition to getting past that, their eyes. Mm. their huge yellow eyes their
0: whole faces yeah the cat-like features and
1: things and um
0: but like kind of comparing it to district nine a little bit like i said before um i never once thought you know those are cd or cg aliens right it just all blended in so well
1: yeah no i completely agree um but
0: in this movie where they're claiming it's supposed to be completely realistic looking you're not going to be able to tell it's cg but that's all i'm thinking is yeah i mean even if i'm thinking i'm watching really good cg i can't tell that it's not real i'm still thinking it's cg yes so maybe you can make it as perfect as you can so where it looks completely realistic but you can't change a person's perspective yeah they're gonna they're i mean if it's gonna seem like cg still to them it's then it doesn't matter. Yeah, I, I
1: understand. Yeah, then it doesn't matter, I guess. Um, jumping on to something we were talking about before the show, you mentioned to me that uh, something that James Cameron had said. You were uh, do you remember what you were talking about? Where you were you asked me a question. Down Kenny Valley. Yes. Yeah. Now what was your question exactly? Do you remember it?
0: Well, he is claiming that he's broken down Kenny Valley.
1: Gotcha. Now here's something and, and this is something that I'm just wanting to go a little bit a little bit more in-depth with. Um, I looked it up today because that's what I've heard as well, but I couldn't find, and I could just be, it could be right in my face, and I missed it. Couldn't find a quote from him. I could not find a quote where he said he is breaking the uncanny valley.
0: I don't know if it was exactly him that said it because I remember um, reading an article about that and the people were saying that he explained that the uncanny valley was created... To describe uh, robots, okay, not CG robots that looked realistic. Yes, but you could tell it were not.
1: Yeah, and from
0: I've been made to understand. I don't know if he is claiming that about the Uncanny Valley, but he is saying that he perfected CG, basically.
1: Yes. Now here's here's to yes and no. Yeah. Here's something claim that either. Well, I don't know exactly. I'm what I did was I went online and I looked up what he did say and this okay. is a this is a confirmed quote and so it you know part of this was um like i found fault in myself because when i first saw the trailer i was thinking what you were thinking mm-hmm. but what i think may have happened is i'm sure that there were things that were said however i believe that as a culture we have slowly redefined what he has said and taking taken some of it out of context. Now, again, apologies if there is a quote out there and I've completely missed it and he flat out says he has broken the uncanny valley. Mm-hmm. That may be the case. But I'm going off of this quote. Um, he says this about Avatar, his new movie coming up. He says, Avatar will make people truly experience something. One more layer of the suspension of disbelief will be removed. Now, already those two statements are a lot less daunting and ambitious than, I have destroyed the uncanny valley. Mm -hmm. Um, So he says that one more layer of the suspension of disbelief will be removed. He also says, all the synthespians are photorealistic. So now, being photorealistic, now I didn't look that up and what the exact definition of that is because I don't want to split hairs specifically, but... I think what he's saying is they are, to the eye, their texturing and the lighting and things look like photography. You right. know, they look like photorealistic. However, he doesn't really apply that to the movement, which is what the Uncanny Valley usually is equated with. It's mm-hmm. the movement of the thing that is unnatural, although it looks natural. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, I'll just go on to say this. Um, He he says, now that we've achieved it, we've discovered CG characters in 3D look more real than in 2D. Which, again, I haven't seen these in 3D, but it stands to reason that CG characters would look more real because there are going to be levels of depth and fields of perception that are available in 3D that aren't in 2D. So another one... Of these statements that if you wrap them all into one, if I was retelling this to somebody who hadn't read the article, I can imagine myself saying something like, well, he's pretty much claiming he broke the uncanny valley Mm -hmm. because I'm wrapping up a few different points by assigning them to something that's already uh, a principle, which is the uncanny valley, because he he talks about how Avatar is going to make people experience something one more layer of the suspension of disbelief will be removed. His characters are photorealistic, and that CG characters in 3D look more real than in 2D. So far, I haven't seen that in 3D to to say whether he's right or wrong. Yeah. Now, he goes, he goes on to say, your brain is cued, it's a real thing, not a picture, and discounting part of the image that makes it look fake. And then he says, Avatar is the single most complex piece of filmmaking ever made. Um, so, what I'm saying is, that is too, that's a huge statement again. It's the, most, it's the single most complex piece of filmmaking ever made because, you know, that's just, talking about now, today, currently, maybe, but I think it's a sliding scale. When they were making some of the first films, how complex was it to cut film with a razor blade and splice it together and there wasn't editing it was take after take you know what i mean mm-hmm. so i think that that's a uh that's a statement that is uh subjective i think that's a you know a, a platitude i don't believe you can prove that one with the other but what's funny is that quote is wrapped in an article about the uncanny valley <laughs> so he never uses that word mm-hmm. now again he could have And I totally missed that, but I looked around for probably 10 minutes, which (laughs) in internet search terms is like an hour. (laughs) So what do you think about that? Now rehearing that quote that he said, I think it was in 2006.
0: Hmm.
1: You know, now hearing it again and, and hearing what he is saying, I haven't seen any of that in 3D. Yeah. So none of what he said is as outlandish as he's broken the uncanny valley because i'll tell you when i watched that i thought this looks like a cartoon there were parts of it that looked like a pixar film
0: right exactly
1: or dreamworks would Mm -hmm. probably be because of the character designs look more like a dreamworks film right so you know i was just looking at that and i thought well if he wouldn't have said this would we have the anticipation that we have for this?
0: Hmm.
1: What do you think? Do you think that if he wouldn't have made these claims about the CG, if if the technology wasn't attached to it, do yeah. you think that there would be as much of a, a general interest in, in the film community towards this movie, or do you think it would just be like, oh, yeah, it's supposed to be the new James Cameron movie?
0: Yeah, I think it would be more like that. I you think know? it's the claims that's drawing all the attention because because that was that was going to be my question to you not talking about the the effects but actually what the movie looked like itself like how just how the movie would would be is it going to be good or bad
1: right well i at first glance when i was looking at it to me
0: does anything about it interest you i guess or look special or unique in any way um at first glance,
1: it's not my particular taste. Yeah. And here's why. Because I think that if you take away the technology, if there had never been a claim, you know, I'm trying to separate myself enough from it to really think about this, but if he had never made that claim, um, and I'm looking at this for the first time, I'm watching this trailer, the military aspect that I've seen, these characters, the dropships, the mechs, Nothing about that stood out to me as uh as unique, yeah um, I feel like i 've seen that kind of stuff before countless times mm-hmm. uh, in in the design work and everything, um which I can go with that, but I felt like there was no flare of unfamiliarity that made me curious mm-hmm. about oh wow i 'd like to see more of those marine ships i'd like to see you know more of the human um base or you know none of that. I was just kind of like, okay, kind of your stock space marines mm. Mm-hmm. And then when I saw the Navi um, I felt that it blended a very cartoony fantasy look with what looked like hard science fiction like military science hmm. fiction and it looked like it was so different to in the trailer that yeah. I, I I couldn't connect the two as the same movie hmm. so I, I was like, uh it seemed a bit patchwork now of course, standalone. If there was one trailer that you showed me and it's called Avatar and I just saw the Na'vi battle scenes and all that stuff, I would probably think like, oh, that looks like a cool uh, epic fantasy. Mm-hmm. When you blend in the science fiction elements, I'm kind of like, I don't see how that goes together. Hmm. Now, the movie might change that, but it didn't look like those two things would exist in the same universe. Um, what do you think about that? Do you you think that, did you get that sensation? Or did you think that they were trying to purposely make that point? Because it looks like, to me, and I even read that he based this a little on the story of Pocahontas, (laughs) is it looks like the peoples of Earth coming into an indigenous place and forcing our technology and culture on the indigenous people there. So maybe they're purposely trying to make it seem vastly, vastly different. Mm-hmm. But I think that, again, because of the cartoony nature of the Na'vi and the more realistic cold look of the Marines, just from the trailer, of course. Mm-hmm. I've not seen the film, obviously. Yeah. From that alone, it looks to me like it's two things that don't go together. Mm-hmm. You know, So I couldn't find how I was going to connect those two and feel like it was in happening in the same universe.
0: Right, yeah we need to see more of it i agree (laughs) i mean i'll I'll yeah thinking about all this i don't i don't know if we really have enough to go on just from what we've seen
1: i agree and trailers are because this i think this is just
0: a (laughs) teaser trailer it's not even a full trailer right so right no we've only basically seen visual effects i mean we haven't seen any story or really any dialogue that's true. I mean, we basically got the. We haven't seen them. I mean, you saw the one character speak, like say one word, I think. But uh, beyond that, we haven't seen, seen any how it works. Facial and animations and. Yeah, that's very true. I mean, we've seen them jump around and stuff, but. It was it was what, a teaser. what would look more realistic to me. I think is if we saw them like, kind of standing in place talking. Yeah. Seeing how those animations look
1: right and i I really believe that the three d element is what's going to make it more immersive. I think that that's the the highlight is of it the supposed technology.
0: to be a new three d technology
1: yes, oh yeah, yes, and um the three d technology that they're using now is uh it's it's just the motion capture is the largest motion capture set that they have have ever built, and the huh. Uh, for this movie you're talking for, about? Well, this this technology. Oh. I believe that uh, James Cameron partnered with a... Um, it's, it's an effects house that is specializing in frontiering this technology. And um, they have... Whether the, the facility existed or it's just now being put in use for film, it's the largest motion capture stage mm-hmm. ever used in a film. And then the motion capture technology for the uh, for the face has more detection of facial features and expressions mm-hmm. than ever before. Huh. Um, and So,
0: all these um, Navi characters, they're all motion captured.
1: I am made to believe that, yes. I don't know for sure, hmm. but that is what I think. Um, but from what I was reading... Um, and you can check it out. You can find it on the web if you look up that that technology. But the, I believe James Cameron said something about how 90% of what you're going to see, so I guess that answers the question, 90% of the, the, the CG is actual performance that's captured huh. versus the, whatever the percentage was before, but... It's not the animators taking the framework of what the actor did and then turning it into a like an animation, like tweaking it out and oh fixing this part and that part. Instead, it's the actor acting and the uh, motion capture picking up so much, mm-hmm. it can get all the subtleties and nuances up to 90% of their actual performance. Mm-hmm. And then the other 10% can be adjustments and things like that, probably for things like having giant cat-like eyes, which we don't have as yeah. humans, or a different uh, physiology or anatomy. How would we stand, and is it possible to have a waist so thin and be so tall? You know, those are things you, you have to change yeah. if you're going to try to get a realistic effect. Right. Um, so, yeah, I was also interested, uh, and this is another aspect I kind of want to talk about, which is I was interested in what this film is based in and what it's trying to evoke from us as viewers and i think that there is a lot of focus on the technology but reading what james cameron said he said that his inspiration for this was and this is a quote every single science fiction book i read as a kid okay so that's a lot of inspiration but i think what he's going for is that feeling that mood yeah You know, just recently, you played... What was the name of that app you had on the iPhone with the spider? It's called Spider Secret of Bryce Mansion? Bryce Manor. Bryce Manor? Yeah. How did you describe that? You said something about how it was like a Sega game, or...
0: Yeah, it just... It kind of gave me, like, a nostalgic feeling for those days of the Sega Genesis. What was it about that, though? What about that game? I don't know. I really can't pinpoint it. I think it... um, The graphics, how they're... Just the art style, I guess. And... uh, the graphics how they're kind of like dark and detailed yeah i don't i don't know it's it's hard for me to pinpoint the feeling but the gameplay is really good i don't know
1: well i think that in that same way that's what james cameron's trying to say yeah in the same way that that game evoked that sega genesis feel he's trying to get that same feeling of when he was a kid reading all these science fiction books Hmm. where it's like there's a mood there yeah and um he was saying that um, he was particularly uh, wanting to update the style of the author Edgar Rice Burroughs. Um, you might know he did um, John Carter, Warlord of Mars. Mm-hmm. Um, he he did Aren't a. Aren't they
0: making a movie of that? Disney? They are.
1: Yes, they are. And um, but that is very much what I was reminded of when I saw this. Huh. Um, in a way, and so huh. thinking about it in that respect, not thinking about the technology, not thinking about <laughs> do these creatures look like they're photorealistic all that stuff part of me is excited because I think I want to see this good director this director that I've I've liked his previous films very much Um, we even cited Terminator 2 as one of the the films we felt nostalgic about the going back me and someone else on the internet who you were reading were like yeah when we saw District 9 it reminded us of that nostalgic like wow feeling of Terminator 2 he directed that so That concept in the hands of somebody who I think is a capable director, I'm excited about. Because I think that he's not going to show us all the great parts. Yeah. And I think you were spot on. We also can't draw a full two and a half hour movie from a (laughs) however many minute trailer. Yeah.
0: But I have to say, just from the teaser trailer, though, I'm not really... It didn't get me excited to see it. Yeah, me either. So...
1: I'll be the first to admit that I was not excited about G.I. Joe, but when I went and saw it, I was pleasantly surprised that it was like a live-action cartoon. It was just so... In other words, if I would have based my decision to see G.I. Joe solely on the first trailer, I wouldn't have gone. But the subsequent ones made me think, I'll give that a shot for fun. And it was fun. Mm. So hopefully, this will unravel. I mean, we've got months. It's August now, so we have almost four months before this thing actually starts showing, so they're really pacing themselves, I think. Mm -hmm. You know, this is just like test the water, see what people think, what do they respond to.
0: What do you think about um, the event that they're doing where you go into the theater and you get to watch 10 minutes of Avatar, I think it is?
1: Yeah, uh, that's not for me. I don't like that kind of thing. Yeah, Um,
0: seems kind of weird, useless.
1: I, I think that they're trying to get people to experience it in 3D. Oh. And I think once they do that, you're going to have people ranting and raving, going, "Oh, but wait! You have to see it like this." And yeah, then,
0: I guess so. So it's more of like a marketing thing, yes, to get people excited about totally. it, totally talking about it.
1: Absolutely, they're they're. I think they're doing a good thing by it's like <clears throat> sample this part of it. This yeah. is the part we really want you to talk about. Hmm. You know, hmm. what's funny is I saw an article online and it said. Um, James Cameron, or no, I think it's Avatar. It says Avatar breaks Uncanny Valley, but can't master HTML. <laughs> and the idea was that they oh, because of the website. Yeah,
0: the website crashed yeah, I saw that It had too, so yeah. many people. Um,
1: <laughs> and what we're referring to is the uh, the giveaway. It was a giveaway to get tickets to this ten minutes of footage, and I, there was some kind of a process to go to the website, and you'd actually go and sign in, and <laughs> they had so many people go there, it crashed. So I thought that was kind of funny
0: hey did you read that um article that i shared about uh the like interesting facts about district nine i did not did you see it that i Uh, shared it uh no i didn't so how about just one of them that i thought was interesting was it was one actor that played all the aliens really
1: yeah and it was what is a little-known fact. It was actually the same guy that played the Oompa Loompas in the new Willy Wonka movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he was in Tim Burton's Willy that Wonka. Is, uh... That is not true. I don't remember his name. But No. Oh, I don't know his name. He's, he's like the only Saudi Arabian <laughs> midget. <laughs> oh,
0: I don't <laughs> think he's actually a midget.
1: He's not? Oh, no, no. no. He's not. Okay. <laughs> but he's also... Is that a proper term, midget? Or is it little person? I don't
0: think it is anymore, and I don't think it's little person. It's not. I, I think it might be. Seriously? I, I, yeah, really. I would think that'd be offensive. I, you would think so.
1: I don't know if. I have no idea. I, I don't know, but I don't. I didn't know the that PC one PC stuff. <laughs> I didn't know if one. You're mm-hmm. you're a Mac person, but um, chick. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> no, but I did not know that one actor played all those aliens. Well, there you go. There I say all know. those, but you know that would also be an interesting i would like to see some articles on whether they did uh what kind of motion
0: capture because way to workshop did all that and that Mm. that looked that looked really good yeah um just another thing off that article all the uh all the scenes where he was going around trying to evict all the aliens yes that was all i don't want to say all of it but most of it was improvised
1: It seemed like it might be. Yeah. Not in a bad way.
0: And also, all those homes that they were going to Mm -hmm. were real homes that were recently evicted. Really? The people were evicted from them. Wow. So. That's
1: it. see, man, (laughs) that's just one of those things where um, a lot of elements came together to make that movie remarkable. Yeah. You know, just little things like that. But um, we also watched the Wolfman trailer. So that was that was kinda, you know, our thoughts on Avatar. I think you're right. We have just enough to be dangerous. You know, but um